stories, spirituality, pathways, and aliens. You're here on The Long Road Home. Everybody. I'm, I'm Emily. And I'm Chad. And this is The Long Road Home. Welcome to another episode. Yes, welcome. We're trying to think of a name for these. Uh, this is sort of, I don't, I don't know if off week is the right word. It's just uh, we've been alternating between full stories and just sort of episodes where we cover lots of different stuff. And this is one of those episodes. I don't know what we're going to call them yet, but welcome regardless. Bits and pieces of strange. Yeah, something. <laughs> chunks of the roadside that we peeled off the yeah, asphalt. Yeah, I detours. Don't know. Detours, yeah. Detour this is a detour. We're on I the guess. long road home. It's like a road. Yeah. No, good allegory. Right. Thank you. Uh huh. So, guys, let's go ahead and get started. Um, we hope everyone out there is having a good week. Are you in the heat wave? Are you doing okay? Are you under the dome? Yeah, under the dome. I've seen a lot of uh, different. Wait, what's that? Oh, that's what they were calling it out in uh, the North Pacific Northwest. Oh, they were the calling dome. It the heat dome. Oh my God. Yeah. It's just like what? What did they call the the Arctic polar the polar vortex? vortex. Yeah. yeah. It's got to have a name for everything. Got to have scare like, a people. Hot button name. And fear. Absolutely. It's coming. But I mean, it was real. It was, <laughs> it was very like real. 116 um, degrees in Oregon last yeah, over the weekend. That's so. fucking awful. Yeah. Don't not great. R.I.P. to all of your plants that probably died. Yeah, or maybe um, they're thriving. In all the, the the humidity up there, I saw just I'm saying R.I.P. to your plants because I just saw a TikTok of a woman like sadly watering her hanging baskets, trying to revive oh, shit. them. Oh shit! And it was the, the <laughs> Poor it was the Titanic. Um, there was like a Titanic voiceover that was yeah. happening, so she was going, "Come back, come back." <laughs> nice. Well, <laughs> so R.I.P. to your plants. Yeah, we hope, hope you're doing that okay. you survived, no matter where you're at. So we kind of got some following up to do from something that we talked about very, very briefly at the start yes. of last episode. Dude, that like had just happened when we recorded yeah, last week, and did. now a bunch of stuff is coming out. Yeah. So what have you got for us, well, Chad? We're talking about John McAfee. All uh, right. So if you didn't hear, if you didn't listen to the last episode, go listen to it. What are you doing? He committed, quote unquote, suicide. Allegedly. In Spain. Committed allegedly. suicide. So a lot of stuff has been thrown around the internet since then, and we're just going to kind of talk about it. Here's something that I didn't know. Almost immediately after his death, someone posted a <laughs> a big black letter Q on his Instagram, and very quickly it went away. Oh. I am in uh, no way endorsing QAnon. No. I think they're full of shit, but I don't know what exactly, or who was in control of his account at the time, but he decided to throw that up and really just immediately take things down into the fucking shithole that is QAnon. So there's been a lot of talk among that community about what exactly happened, a lot of just generally uh, conspiracy-minded ideas, because this is not unlike what happened to Jeffrey Epstein. I was literally just going to say that I feel like the Jeffrey Epstein thing trained us for this moment. It absolutely <laughs> like, did. It it's like, probably going to be that way for any high-profile suicide from I now on. I think so, yeah. And it's just going to be like he didn't kill himself, it. right? Right. It, but it is strange wow. what happened to him. Um, yes. And basically it's strange because John McPhee had a number of tweets saying that he would never Never, ever, ever kill himself for any reason. Yeah, including a tattoo, right? Yeah, he had a tattoo. It was a phrase he had schwacked, but with a dollar sign for this. A dollar sign whacked with no E tattooed on his arm. He also had tweets saying, quote, getting subtle messages from U.S. officials saying, in effect, we're coming for you, McAfee. We're going to kill yourself, the tweet said. I got a tattoo today just in case. If I suicide myself, I didn't. I was whacked. Check my right arm. I mean. 
that's like a pretty like clear and direct message from John McAfee. You know what I mean? Like that's to not only like say, hey, if I ever kill myself, something's off. He literally got ink on his arm. Yes, he did. I just feel I, like that's pretty bold. It is. It's <laughs> very strange. It reminds me of the get toilet paper tattoo from uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Ah, the Brooklyn Nine per- Nine predicted the coronavirus. Yeah, it's it happened like right before everything really started to go down in the United States, and he just one of the actors. I don't remember which one, but he's like the crazy uh, ex detective. He comes in Pimento. and he's got pimento, yeah, and he's got uh, get buy toilet paper just in like huge text tattooed on his body, and he was, <laughs> and they're like, why would anyone need that? But it makes sense now, right? Oh, so, I see what you're saying. Very yeah. cryptic message on his uh, arm that he literally had tattooed on it. Like him. less than two years ago. Yeah, so really strange. There are also a lot of different theories. Uh, specifically, there's one about a tweet saying that uh, McAfee had a condo in the condo unit that collapsed. That has since been found to be doctored. That is I not real. I had a feeling. Yeah, I had that's a not feeling. real. That seemed too convenient. Yeah, people jumped on it, though. And uh, honestly, what is truth anymore? You can do anything that you want these days, and people will eat it up before anyone has any chance to validate it. But it's very strange what's happened to him. His wife and his lawyer both said that he had no intentions of actually— he didn't seem suicidal, is what they're saying. But also, he was actually not technically extradited yet. So if you don't know, he had basically been arrested for tax evasion in the United States and Spain. Like Bitcoin fraud or something Something too, right? like that, yeah. And he was supposed to be extradited, but he could have appealed it. And also the extradition was actually not through the courts yet. So oh. he was sort of in a limbo period, just sort of hanging out. So then the theory that he killed himself because of the extradition is kind of moot if it hadn't officially like gone through or if he was able to try to appeal it, right? Yeah, I I don't know. It's okay. a very strange situation, and uh, we're, we're, I'm just going to keep an eye on it because I would like to know exactly what happened. Uh, it's, it seems weird. It so, does seem weird. I'm not saying what happened, but something seems a little funky. Have any of your articles covered like the dead man's trigger thing? I don't know what that is. No. So apparently, he also said that like that information that he the reason why the government didn't like him is because he like had a lot of information right on on like the dark underbelly that is the U.S. government, right? Okay. Um, and apparently he had like compiled that information, and some people think that there's like a dead man's trigger, and that within the coming weeks that that information will be released. Oh yeah, it's sort of like an activation. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, so you think he like was already prepared for this? I don't know. That's just the theory. And again, we like Epstein happened what two years ago? It feels like it. <laughs> yeah, um, it was about two years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, about two years ago. And everybody, it kind of like broke our brains. I think. So with this John McAfee stuff, I think that there's gonna be a lot of noise, and it, you really have to be prepared to sift through it. But that's just a reoccurring theme that I've seen in the conversations happening around John McAfee. So we'll see if anything comes of that. We will see, uh, but they did determine that it was quote unquote a suicide, according to the medical doctor that checked him out afterwards. But uh, that came out just a day or two ago. Who knows what really happened? I though. mean, that's what they said about Epstein too. So I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm surprised something like this has not happened to Edward Snowden. Because that man, yeah. uh, he really uh, opened our eyes to a lot of stuff that we completely ignored, just like any good American would. Uh, and he's still not dead you know, because uh, he went to the right country. <laughs> you know, Edward Snowden, though, he says that he um, that aliens aren't real. 
you know what? The UFOs aren't real. That he would have found something in the government oh, files, and he didn't. Uh, I don't know. So he's like, no, nope, it doesn't pass. exist. They don't, uh, they're not real. I, I don't think Edward Snowden did anything wrong. Hot take. Mm. Yeah, I think what he did was the right choice, and uh, he, now he's paying the price for it, unfortunately, because that's what happens when you tell the truth in this country. I don't know if that's the hottest of takes, Chad. I think that you got a lot of people that would back you up on that. Good. Let's go get him. <laughs> But yeah, that's it for John McAfee right now. We will keep you updated as we learn more stuff about it. I'm sure that there will be more that shakes out of this story. So I'll be curious to see so. what that looks like. Yeah, me this too. This guy was wild. I would imagine this would be a wild story. If it wasn't, I would be disappointed. He definitely, like, I I would not be surprised if we see either, like, a documentary or a lifetime movie or whatever about about John McAfee yeah. after his death. Um, God, he looks so coked out in that picture. He looks like he just had a bender. Um, wild, wild guy. We'll post this picture. <laughs> oh, it's crazy looking dude. Anyway, yeah, I'll I'll be curious to see what comes of this. Um, okay, so I have some updates for you guys as well. Uh, on June twenty fifth, the Pentagon report was released. So let's talk about it. It's not necessarily the report that we were hoping for. Yeah, <laughs> it's I don't not think like it's that disappointing but it's like kind of disappointing but it's also leaves it kind of open-ended so yeah it's not as bad as people were expecting i don't think at least not in the way that they thought it would be well they've not been entirely dismissed no so that's hey that's a low bar but we'll keep it in place (laughs) yeah okay so this update comes to you is coming to you from the associated press a long-awaited u.s government report on ufos released friday makes one thing clear the truth is still out there Investigators did not find extraterrestrial links in reviewing 144 sightings of aircraft or other devices apparently flying at mysterious speeds or trajectories. But they drew few other conclusions and instead highlighted the need for better data collection about what's increasingly seen by Republicans and Democrats as a national security concern. In all but one of the sightings investigated, there was too little information for investigators to even broadly characterize the nature of the incident. So essentially, the government released their report, and in the report, it says, we don't know. We don't know. And that's fair. I think that's a totally fair assessment of what's being seen, uh, because why, how the fuck would you know? Because we've never seen anything like this, right? According to them, anyway. According to them. Yeah. So we'll get into that in a little bit. I'll, I'll read this story, and then we can get into our thoughts about this report, okay. <laughs> I guess. Um. There were 18 cases in which witnesses saw, quote, unusual patterns of movement or flight characteristics, uh, adding that more analysis was needed to determine if the sightings represented breakthrough technology. U.S. officials who briefed reporters on condition of anonymity said that there were, quote, no clear indications that the sightings could be linked to alien life. There is also no definitive linkage of the sightings to potentially unknown technology of an adversary like Russia or China. Um, one official said, quote, it's clear that we need to improve our capacity to further analyze remaining UAP observations, even as we accept that there are some limits to our capacity to characterize and understand some of the observations that we have. So the report lists five potential categories, including the possibility of foreign adversaries flying unknown technology to events occurring naturally in the atmosphere. So one of the categories is like airborne clutter. And there was only one instance that was categorized as airborne clutter. So that could be like birds, weather balloons, just yeah. like stuff in the air. But uh-huh. only one of those instances fell under that category. Essentially, the rest of the incidences were like unknown. 
And these were all collected by military personnel this time, right? Like, that's what they were assessing is stuff viewed by the military? Yes, correct. Like, government reports of these sightings. So, essentially, the report reads as, like, a call for funding. Yeah. And it says, like, we've had these instances, we've categorized these instances, but they're really, the category is still, undetermined, undetermined, or, like, the instance itself is still undetermined, so it's like it could be this unknown thing or this unknown thing, but regardless, it's unknown. So, like, I understand that, right? Because the number of sightings that they're working with, like, scientifically, you really shouldn't come up with a hypothesis or theory based off of that number. Like, no, based it's off very small sample size. The sample size, yes. Yeah, excuse me, that's the word I was looking for. Um, like, so that makes sense, but. The report covers incidences starting in 2004. Yeah, I mean, that's... And we know of Project Blue Book and all of these other government programs that have been in place or had taken place, like, since the late 60s. They have, but Blue Book was more uh, civilian. Like, they were going to people's houses and being like, you saw something weird, tell us about it. Okay, great. Where's that information, though? It's, uh, I guess this is like a re- this is the government report of yeah. instances, but you would think that based off of the prior, like, uh, prior research or prior investigation, that they would have like a little more information in their back pocket, right? It, to me, it kind of feels like instead of saying like, "Hey, we we've known that something weird has been going on for well over fifty years," yeah, we still don't know what it is, but here's what we've got. They kind of went like, well, we've been formally investigating this. The, excuse me. Like the Navy has been formally investigating this since 2004. So we're just going to cover this chunk of information and like kind of hands off go, oh, we don't know what it is. I don't know. It just kind of seems like a little bit veiled. The me. only thing I could think is because Project Blue Book has been, you know, it's it's not confidential anymore. Like, but you can go look at Project Blue Book. And I think maybe that might have something to do with it just because it's like public knowledge and these weren't. So much that they're just, these are a little more classified, I think, and and taken a little bit more seriously than a lot of stuff in Blue Book, just because I think it's military, and uh, they don't want people knowing our military is seeing shit out there, because it used to mean, uh, maybe you're crazy, but now it doesn't so much anymore. Uh, I don't know, I I just want to know more, I do think that they need more funding, I think that's going to be really, really important in the future. Take one trillion of those dollars you're giving to the Army to go rent out to contractors, half of the military budget goes to contractors, just FYI, not to the actual Army. Take some of that, give it to these guys, that's what I say. I want NASA involved. Yeah, oh, NASA is, well, yeah, they're going to be, I think, right? They're going to be, they're going to be. I actually have, um, I had a link, but now I lost it. I might have clicked out of it, but essentially, yeah, there there are NASA officials that that have stepped out and said that they are NASA itself is investigating the findings in the report, and they will also come out with the report as well. So I'll be curious to see what that looks like. I definitely think that they should be involved. They absolutely should have the funding. Hopefully, this sparked enough <laughs> fear, honestly, in our government officials to want to fund yeah. these programs. Um, so yeah, I mean, take. it's it's kind of interesting. You know, it's a very, very public acknowledgement of the unknown. But I will say, if you're on the ufologist boards like I am, um, they are calling this a quote, or they say that this report is new curtains for very old windows. Oh, that's one way to put it. Well, uh, I hope that they can figure it out. No one knows more about space than NASA, so maybe you know throw throw those eggs heads into the mix and see what happens. That's what I say. I love NASA. I love you guys. Hope all's well over there. 
But yeah, I mean, that's like kind of the highlights of the report. I'm going to include the full report in our Discord. So if you want to read it for yourself, hop on over to that Discord and check it out. Yeah, come on over and join. The water is fine. Throw your theories up in there for me, too. I want to know what you guys are thinking. Okay, what story are we covering next? All right, so we are heading all the way over to the land of silly hats and bears and snow. We're heading to Russia. Oh, okay. Yeah, in a weird turn of events, a this comes from the MoscowTimes.com. Nice. Yeah, a group of Russian pensioners known as Putin's Troops have come out in defense of Britney Spears in the midst of her court battle against an abusive guardianship. <gasps> what? Yeah, love this. this what we'll show this picture of these ladies as well? There's four picture. very uh, gang membery looking ladies. Look <laughs> the like one on would, the left, she looks like she's like, don't fuck. Yeah, with me. she's got like that. What are you talking about? Yeah, kind of look. Uh, and there's also a very thin man in the background. He's just is like there. I don't know if he's part of this or if he's, he's just, just babushka support. Yeah, he might just be there to give them lemonade and drinks and vodka or whatever they are drinking over there. Uh, but anyway, so Putin's troops are also known as the babushkas. And if you've never seen them, which maybe you have, because they they do rants about the pr- Russian president's enemies. Apparently, they often go viral online. But this time, instead of talking about Putin, they were talking about Miss Spears. And they praised the American pop star for, quote, finally expressing her desire to be a human and not a slave. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not laughing. That's at the statement because the statement is accurate. It's just so interesting to me that this is so, this has reached so far. It is. We are truly a global community these days. By the borders way, do not matter. By the way, can we just like talk about for a second that it was like years ago that I was um, talking to you about the Free Britney movement. It is. Yeah, and it's, I was it's like, it's been a minute. We we actually she needs our help. And did we cover it? Yeah, you spoke about it uh, briefly. In one of our very first episodes, <gasps> maybe it was maybe our first mini show. I don't remember. But I'm just saying, LRH was was ahead of the curve. We were. <laughs> we, we actually were ahead of the curve this time. I'm. Uh, we need to do some more coverage of that because I I've only seen bits and pieces of like the the or what do you what would you call that when you go to court to t- try and she t- went to court to try and enter conservatorship, whatever that means. Um. So this is you know a lot's happened since we spoke about it last. But she called it abusive while she was uh, talking to her judge because her father, Jamie Spears, has basically held the reins over her money and her entire life for the past 13 years after she was uh, had a mental breakdown in public, a highly public breakdown. Are we wanting to get into it? Because I know I can get into it. Uh, you know what? Let's let's save it. Let's finish the babushkas first. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> they sided with fans, the hashtag Free Britney campaign, in their latest missive, calling the conditions of Spears' conservatorship Awful and impossible. They say everyone from every country loved this healthy and normal woman. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Britney Spears crossing borders. Doesn't matter who you support, you can support Britney. Absolutely. And they said, what could she have done to strip her of everything? Free Britney, they chanted, switching to English at the end of a minute-long address. Yeah. That's so cool. It, that's pretty crazy, right? In other <laughs> recent videos, Putin's troops called on, quote, senile U.S. President Joe Biden to apologize for calling Putin a, quote, killer, parents to throw away, quote, dumb poppet toys, and users to delete the, quote, amoral Clubhouse Wait, audio what? chat app. Do they, why do they have a problem with Clubhouse? Why do they have a problem with poppet toys? I don't know. I don't know. Clubhouse is just like a radio app. You know, they're just a group of old women who have... Really got a lot to say. And it sounds like they're being listened to. I mean, here is an article 
with them on the front page. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So these these ladies, um, they must be well respected over there. I would say anyone that uh, sides with Putin in Russia gets a little bit of time in the spotlight. Yeah, for so, sure. But it's interesting nonetheless that they are. <laughs> Getting involved and stepping into the free Britney movement. Well, yeah, and like I said, it goes to show you, Britney Spears knows no borders. That's and true. And it doesn't matter who you support, whether you praise Jesus or worship the devil, if you're not with the free Britney movement, you can get the fuck out. Yeah, get out. Yeah, and that's, uh, that's what's going on over there in Russia these days, I guess. Okay, I have a, a wild tale for you, Chad. Are you right. ready for this? I do love tales. Actually, really funny. I came across this story in, in preparation for the episode this week, but I had actually kind of encountered it on my own TikTok account last week. Okay. And the way that I encountered it was just a, um, a news reporter that has a TikTok account that she was on the phone with the Home Depot, like trying to speak to somebody. Um, and when she finally got like on the phone... <laughs> With a representative, she was like, well, I'm calling about, I'm hoping that somebody can give me a quote on the exorcism that took place in your lumber aisle. <laughs> and that was uh. the end of the TikTok. <laughs> and it's just like, wait, what? So, um, yeah, police stop exorcism in the lumber aisle of Home Depot. This article is coming to you from MysteriousUniverse.org. Police in Dixon City, Lackawanna County, Pennsylvania, were called into a very peculiar situation when individuals were performing an exorcism in the lumber aisle of a Home Depot store. Honestly, home the whole Home Depot needs an exorcism. That place is truly evil. You're not wrong, and this was not your average exorcism, so hang, hold okay. tight. Um on the Dixon City Police Department's Facebook page, they wrote that on June 21st at 3.26 p.m., Commerce Boulevard at Home Depot for disorderly people having an exorcism in the lumber aisle for the dead trees. They were escorted out of the building. One of the officers described what happened, quote, there were two people hanging out in the lumber department doing their little exorcism thing. <laughs> such a stupid way to describe it. I mean, it's it was like a stupid not, thing. Anyway. I know, but like, it's, it's a stupid thing. It's a stupid story, but it's also like. He had no idea what was happening. No. He said uh, it was a seance type thing for the dead. Mm. Some people at the store started picking up that something was happening that was not necessarily normal. Police were called to the store and they were escorted out of the building. He went on to say that the individuals involved with the exorcism will not be charged. Ah, that's good. I that's guess. good. I mean, what would they be charged for? I don't know. Touching lumber. I love that this happened at 3.30 in the middle of the day. Middle of they the day. They didn't even wait until like it was dark out. They just went over there and were like, we got to get the demons out of these trees now. immediately. So it was a Monday, Monday afternoon. I wonder why they chose Home Depot. I have so many questions. While this seems incredibly unusual as exorcisms are normally performed on people and not lumber, this actually isn't the first time that this has been conducted or that it has been conducted on trees. One example is a large oak tree in Oak Hammock Park in Florida um, that is said to be exceptionally evil. Evil tree. According to the story, in 1971, a serial killer tortured, killed, and buried two teenage girls under the tree. Ever since that horrific event happened, there have been reports of satanic rituals being performed at the tree. That doesn't sound like the tree's fault. I don't think so either. <laughs> like, he didn't choose to be there and have dead people buried underneath them. Trees are not that sentient, folks. They might be able to feel things, but they uh, cannot think in that way for themselves. Well, 
There were apparently numerous attempts to cut down the tree, but the chainsaws wouldn't turn on. Ah. When a crosscut saw was used, the teeth of the blade all fell out. <laughs> oh and when God. an axe was tried, the axe head fell off the handle. It's pretty freaky shit. So maybe the tree is, is yeah, evil. Yeah, <laughs> totally stuff that wouldn't normally happen. I would be terrified if I went to swing. I would just leave too, though, honestly. If like I had chosen a tree to cut down, my axe head fell off my handle, I would say that's enough. Yeah. I think that's enough for today. I think it stays here. This tree continues to live. It won the battle. Yes. Um. So, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much the whole story. That's the story. <laughs> that's the whole story is that they were just holding an exorcism for the dead trees. Charges I want were not to know. pressed. They were just removed from the property. Um, I uh, on this in this story, I have some other instances of devil trees, but I mean, I think you get you catch my drift. You know, they, yeah, it happens. It, it, <laughs> it does happen. This probably will not be the first. It's definitely not the first, and it won't be the last exorcism performed in Home Depot. Uh, that place is the sadder of the two stores, I believe. Between that and Lowe's, we have uh, there are two of there's one of each here in town, and they are across the road from one another, obviously competing. And Home Depot is just so much emptier. You go in there, there's nobody, ever. You go into Lowe's, a lot of people, a lot of good energy. Home Depot, not so much. So maybe, like I said, they need to throw some holy water in that bitch and just see what happens. Well, yeah, I think that's what that's what was happening. These people went into Home Depot to have an exorcism. Clearly, they were trying to clear out some negative energy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> just shaking. You know, maybe they brought a Ouija board. I want to know what the seance looks like. Four trees, what do you do? What do you bring? Uh, maybe you do bring some holy water. Trees like water sometimes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You know what? I'll look, I'll look into it a little bit further. If I find any more details, I'll let you know. Yeah, that I was all see, I was able to find thus far. I want to see the but, evidence. Yeah, I want to know like what the ritual What was like. that lumber going to? Maybe they were purifying it uh, for a ritual, like they were building that treehouse in Hereditary. If you oh. haven't seen Hereditary, there's a treehouse. Spoilers. And uh, it could have been something like that where they were just getting it ready for some evil shit. Maybe it was not the opposite of an exorcism. How did they know that's what was happening? And it wasn't some sort of ritual. I mean, the yeah, cop, there was some vague language used, the so I'm really not sure. It was a seance type of thing for the dead. He doesn't know what he's talking about. You know, you see everything in the in the police biz, but not that probably. Probably don't know what's going on anyway. He's a good Christian guy, I bet. Sorry. You're, yeah, you're totally right. I'm sorry. I got distracted because I was trying to look for more info for you really quick. Um, one of the titles for an article covering this story is just exorcism at local Home Depot. Not nearly as cool as it sounds. Yeah, a bit not. No. At the end of the article, it just says, since no one has stepped forward to accept responsibility for this odd, widely covered story, you have to assume it was just a couple of weirdos being weird. Ah, that's probably more than likely that's what was happening. <laughs> that's probably accurate. Exorcism feels like one of those trigger words they use for like, yeah, you know, the hot button. Yeah. It's for the clicks. Yeah. For those like regular folk to really like, you know, get a reaction out of them. When it's kind of like Satanists. When in reality, the Satanists are just uh, they're sitting somewhere in California, and uh, they're they're eating tofu. Like, there's not, you know, they're not as scary as they want you to believe, and neither are these, these lumber exorcisms that apparently are a new thing. Bring them back. Uh, exorcisms and lumber all over the place. Go to your local Home Depot and purify the fuck out of that place. Yeah, is that the moral of the story we're going to take away? Everyone go perform. Yeah, it's like a flash mob. Remember those? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, there was one that just happened. No way. Recently in Bringing them back. Oh, in Australia. Oh, because Australia is like got going on. Anyway. anyway. I well, guess so. Okay. Flash mobs on. for the younger, for the, you younger kids out there. Or for when you show up with a bunch of random people at a certain time and you all dance. Or do something stupid. So LRH exorcism will give you the time and day? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. 
Well, thank you for our that wonderful story about some good lumber in Pennsylvania. All right, so <laughs> I have. That's not what it was about. <laughs> well, it is now. Chad, it's were exercise. You even listening? It's clean. Okay, so last story comes from Reuters.com. Your last story. Yes, my last story. U.S. Supreme Court rebuffs number of the beast religious dispute. Yeah. So uh, this is a thing in America. Uh, <laughs> we have become so fundamentalist and so literal that uh, we this this man from Idaho refused to provide his the state his social security number in a job related filing because he said it was quote the number of the beast, an ominous biblical reference because everything is the number of the beast according to when when once you're like this I would imagine anything that has any sort of numbers in it is probably pretty ominous to you. And you just don't know for sure, so you sue. So the justices, who I, I don't know, uh, they just decided to not take up this case. They declined and let stand a lower court ruling against a man named George Ricks, who in a lawsuit against Idaho demanded an exemption due to his Christian beliefs from the state's requirement that he provide his Social Security number to apply to work as a state contractor. So this dude... Oh, talk about a stretch. Yeah, he's got his cash is under his bed. He does not have a credit card, doesn't write checks, uh, doesn't give out his social security number because the deep state's after him. Right. Yeah, because we're all worried about George Ricks and what this he's doing, uh, laying out concrete, I would imagine, mm-hmm. somewhere, screaming racial slurs. So, the appeal had been on hold while the Supreme Court considered a separate religious rights case involving a Catholic church-affiliated agency that sued it after the city of Philadelphia refused to place children for foster care with the organization because it barred same-sex couples from applying to be foster parents. They rule in favor of the Catholic social services. Our Supreme Court is totally fucked. But, anyway... <laughs> Ricks, like these guys, asked the Supreme Court to overturn a, another Supreme Court ruling that limited the ability of people to seek such exemptions. He says in court papers that he believes, based on a section of the apocalyptic final book of the Bible's New Testament, the book of Revelation, that his social security number is the number of the two-horned beasts, an entity mentioned by in the text. So he also says, by forcing me to disclose a social security number in order for one to buy my labor or for me to sell my labor, it is in essence the number of the beast and the card is a form of the mark. Uh, so he is completely lost in the sauce. Yeah, lost in the sauce, but coherent enough to take this all the way to the Supreme Court. Like, yeah, he wasn't having interesting, it. Interesting, yeah, interesting things happening. Yeah, and you know, there's a lot of sneaky people out there, and we've learned that through our Satanic Panic episode and more, just grifting. So apparently he initially was like, I don't need a lawyer, and he represented himself in his lawsuit because apparently— uh, the Bible is enough of a reason to just, uh, you know, win a Supreme Court case. He did end up getting a new lawyer at the Beckett Fund for Religious Liberty. They're a conservative legal group dedicated to religious rights issues, which I'm sure they saw this as a great opportunity to promote themselves, and that's why they did it. So any any new any marketing is good marketing, and they say it is morally wrong to participate in a governmental universal identification system, especially to buy or sell goods and services. And uh, so he found a group just as crazy as he was that wanted his money, and he, they took it. And But ultimately, he lost. The state rejected it. He's been fighting this since 2014. <laughs> he's wow. He's off his fucking rocker. That's insane. Yeah. So he, he sued in 2016, but he lost at the district court level and the state court level and eventually at the Supreme Court level. So... Sorry, George Ricks, you have to give out the Social Security number. The, the Things are not as they seem. And this is what I say when I say you can't talk to someone whose plane of reality is completely different than yours. Right. Because some people, this is the truth. And uh, what, what can you say to someone who is this ingrained 
into some sort of belief system like that's going to change their mind you know what i mean and uh just the eye rolls oh my god this guy again every time he comes in to the trying to get that state contractor job shouting about his social security number he's got to get escorted out of the building oh don't why 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 are you in idaho people why are you there if this is what's Dude, going on over there, that's where the leave. Idahoans go. Are you kidding me? There's so many off the grid. I guess extremists so. That live in Idaho. That's very true. That's, like, that's where they go. Yeah. Yeah. That should be their that's, slogan. That's where his people are. Yeah. Where your Sorry, people Idaho. are. Sorry, Idaho. You know I'm not wrong. No, you it's know very I'm pretty. Not wrong. Very pretty state. Uh, completely covered in some people with some very strange beliefs. But yeah, that's what's going on in the Supreme Court these days. Totally, everything else seems totally fine in the United States. I'm really happy with the direction this country's going. Say, things like this really confirm how happy I could be, how how safe I should feel in this country. Anyway, is that it, Emily? Do you have another one? I do have another one. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, I have another story for us real quick. Um, this one comes to you from the Omaha World Herald. Tarot card reader made my $20,000 disappear. <laughs> Clever. Uh-huh. A South Omaha woman told police that she had arranged to have a tarot card reader bless the 20 grand she had withdrawn from her bank. You could probably guess what happened next. The 46-year-old woman told officers that she had tracked down a tarot card reader through Facebook Marketplace and had arranged to have her money blessed Saturday morning. At 9.30 a.m. Saturday, two women came to the woman's residence um, to perform the blessing. At some time during the ritual, the woman said the tarot card reader and a woman who came with her switched the $20,000 for a stack of newspaper clippings and a $1 bill. Oh, good. So that's awesome. So we just took the, the strangeness of the last story and flipped it 180. So now we're not talking about religious crazy. We're talking about some spiritually insane woman yes. who wanted her money blessed and was grifted and hard. was taken advantage I of. I love yes. grifters are, I don't know. I have a love-hate relationship with them. I think what they're doing is bad, but also like, yeah, you know what? If someone's that stupid, just take their money. I don't know. I like the concept of like the grifters that are going to go after like Robin Hood style grifters. You know what mm. I'm saying? But like when you're taking advantage of a 45 year old woman who was, I don't know why she needed this money blessed. I don't know how she had 20 grand just like in cash to bless. Um, I don't know. I was actually, I was going to say like, that doesn't seem right. But also at the same time, I feel like there has to be more to this story. Like, it's just a weird one. Um, okay, so the newspaper clippings and the $1 bill were wrapped in foil and sealed in an envelope. After the woman left, the 46-year-old opened the envelope to find <laughs> that her money was gone. Oh, my God. Um, texts between the South Omaha woman and the other women have been forwarded to the police. But, yeah, so if you, like, tracked down this tarot card reader, wouldn't you, like, have some personal information about them? Yeah. I Why think are you so. having to just rely off of these text exchanges? Because it was a Craigslist thing, I'm sure. That she posted on Craigslist. Facebook Marketplace. Oh, well, that's, uh, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I, honestly, I'm not on Facebook anymore. I deleted it. It's toxic. It's terrible. Don't know what's going on in Marketplace anymore. But uh, I would imagine you could probably get away with uh, not giving them out a lot of information. Yeah, creating like a fake profile and stuff. It just seems yeah. like, it just seems very naive to trust a stranger with your 20 grand that's what i'm saying if they're stupid enough to do it but also if you're stupid enough to meet them face to face and let them see you and then you take the money I uh, think, that's uh, also kind of on you that's and what another I'm saying. thing i think both sides are just really stupid yeah this was <laughs> like, just a bad interaction yeah around. this was too uh low tier 
individuals just out there swinging around a bunch but of money. Why did this load? Why did this individual have twenty grand? I don't know. I mean, they were living in Omaha, Nebraska. I would imagine it's probably not uh, expensive to live That's there. That's very true. Yeah, That's and Omaha true. is a beautiful city. I will say it's very pretty there. I would imagine rent's kind of cheap. Though. It is a cute city. I actually yeah. really liked Omaha when we drove through. But yeah, um, I, yeah I mean, that's my whole story. I hope that she gets her money back. I really yeah, no, do. I do too. This actually feels um, a lot less like grifting and more just like theft. Well, yeah, it's <laughs> straight up like you just robbed this woman. Yeah. And also, like, I don't know. She. And it's almost there's, like. There had to be some sort of pure intent. If she was really wanting this to be blessed. Yeah, I wonder what she's going to use it for. you think this person probably carries herself in a way where, like, she just trusts the universe and trusts yeah. others. So like then it kind of makes me a little sad thinking about her getting taken advantage of. Like she just wanted Maybe she's going to use blessing. that money to buy the exercised wood to build a spiritual tree home. Maybe. You never know. Could be. Well, we hope Anyhow. whatever 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 happens over there, I hope it gets resolved. Yeah. And this all one one last thing. This reminds me of like a cartoon fucking robbery. Well, yeah, <laughs> that too. So I want to know how did the women know like was her twenty grand wrapped in foil and then in he an was envelope? like bring it wrap it in foil right like why did they wrap <laughs> I'll wrap, it in foil I'll bless it that's part of the ritual like you gotta just, wrap it in foil and then I will bless did it they and already give you the foil have an interaction with with the woman and know how she was carrying this money like was it an exact did it look how like how she had it wrapped before they got there like you know what I mean like yeah they, she didn't notice until after they left it just the whole thing is kind of strange but it is very weird well there it is. anyhow that's what's going on in Nebraska these yes, days as exactly. well. We're just giving you updates on all the states. Uh, we do have one last thing that I literally just ran across as we were getting ready today. Oh, this is just a shit. quick update on the Nixium cult. Uh, Allison Mack was sentenced to three years for her role in the cult. And what exactly was it that she did, Emily? So Emily watched the entire documentary at least <laughs> Man, twice. There's, there's, these are some deep stories that we are like literally brushing on. And yeah. I could go for days on these stories. So Allison Mack was essentially Keith Raniere's, like, right-hand woman. I am sure that she herself was abused by Keith Raniere. Um, like, guarantee. Yeah. Guarantee it. But essentially, Allison Mack became a leader in within Nixium for the women. So she was basically in charge of the sub-cult within the cult that was Nixium and personally branded women with Keith Raniere's initials. Brand is in, like, with a hot iron. If, if you don't know what Nixium yes. is, it was basically like a, a trafficking cult, basically. Um, like, to put it in short. short. Uh, no. Yes, but no. It it started out as a, um, they touted themselves as like a professional development yeah. uh, group. And you would get in and start to take one class. And then when you took that one class, you would end up taking all of their classes and then just working for the cult. And I mean, it's a cult. So now you're you're in the cult, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but within the Nixium cult, within that professional development program, there was like a subgroup. And that subgroup were um, women that were called into this group. They kind of surrounded Keith Raniere. A lot of them were made to have sex with Keith Raniere. So there was sex trafficking involved, but there was also a lot of blackmail involved. Like that's what Allison Mack's role was, was she would come in, bring these women in and say like, hey, this is the next step for your own personal development is you need to hold yourself accountable. And the way that you're going to do that is you're going to give me, you're going to take nude pictures of yourself um, and say really incriminating things. And I'm going to hold on to all of the footage. Um oh. 
and that's how you're going to hold yourself accountable. So that's like that's that's Allison Mack's involvement is she would like invite women into these groups and then that would be the narrative and that then they turn gave them. on them yeah yeah it would say like yeah this is for you this is so you can move forward and grow as a person these things are holding you back so i'll just hold on to them yeah um and uh, then use them against you whenever you try to escape a yeah good person not a good group no. uh keith three Ramiri, years too. yeah three years with not Ramiri was sentenced to 120 years in jail last year Hell yeah. for uh, charges of sex trafficking and demean abusing women who uh, became slaves just yeah, like so Emily these, said. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mac wrote uh, an apology, apparently, to the victims, saying that it was the biggest mistake and greatest regret of my life. I'm sorry to those of you that I brought into Nixium, the former actress wrote. I'm sorry I ever exposed you to the nefarious and emotionally abusive schemes of a twisted man. So, I don't know. It's really easy to apologize on the internet these days. You can, everyone's writing apologies for everything. And does it, uh, you know, does it change anything? No, it doesn't. It's and so complicated with these stories because she was definitely brainwashed. You, If you watch the documentary, you can, like, see it happen to this woman. Yeah. Um, but she herself was responsible for the abuse of lots of lots of women. Yeah, um, she was almost in the same role that uh, What's-Her-Name for Jeffrey Epstein was. Yeah, essentially. Very similar. Not as extreme. I don't think that there was a lot of work with, like, minors. No, there wasn't. But, um, but still abusive women yeah similar yeah. similar vein though like leading directing like towards, serving towards under him. the main guy yeah Ghislaine yeah. maxwell still not sentenced still sitting in somewhere in a jail cell and very uh, very unhappy have you seen the stories coming yeah about she's her complaining bitching about and the rats moaning. in her cell oh, and stuff good. keep yeah. it that way make it miserable for her. i don't care uh she was a very bad person so that's it, though. Allison Mack <laughs> is going to jail. That's so much it. for, you know, Smallville might just have to cut her out of all the scenes. I don't know how much of a role she played there. She but had a big role yeah, in Smallville. Well, that's like how she got to tell, and I think that's how she gained her notoriety within Nixium is that she was like an actual celebrity. Yeah, Quote honestly. Unquote, actual celebrity. Never watched it. Didn't no, care for Smallville. Uh, it was a weird take on Superman. Wasn't a fan. So I'm pretty glad I didn't now because uh, this means a lot less to me, I guess, in yeah. that sense. Uh, let's so just it's not good give for, her any good attention. She's going to jail. Yeah. Yep. And uh, that's I it. I say yeah. let's not give her any attention as we cover her story. <laughs> yeah. You know just what I mean? Everyone know. Don't watch her TV shows. Yeah. So uh, still, it'll be off the air, I would imagine, before long. If it well, it's Smallville's not on the air anymore, is it? I don't. I don't. God, think so. I can't remember the last time I saw an ad for Smallville. I don't even know if it's on like Netflix anymore. I don't oh think well. So. Yeah, but that's it. That's all the things. Yeah, that's all the things. I mean, like I said, there's a lot of weird stuff happening right now. We could talk weird news stories all day long. Maybe I'll throw some of those links up in our Discord. Yeah, totally. But yeah, 2021, everybody. We got aliens. We got another new Epstein. We got... Yeah. (laughs) It's been a good year for just everybody. We've all really enjoyed it, I think, being alive in the... In, you know, post 9-11, America has been really, 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 really really fun hey you know never a dull moment there's always strange stuff happening these days in the year 20 the year of our lord 2021 yes um, if you guys want to hear about some other strange tales uh i'll throw those links up in our discord for you speaking of the discord let's go ahead and plug our socials you can find a link to our discord on our instagram at the underscore lrh underscore pod follow us there as well and uh, we love the Discord, guys. We post all of our source links for each and every episode. We post weird news stories. We like to, you know, hang out and discuss things. It's a little quiet in there, but, you know, I'm glad that we are building a little community, and we encourage all of you to join it. 
Yeah, join us. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the LRH pod. And you can reach us via email at the LRH show at gmail.com. If you'd like to contribute to the podcast, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash the LRH podcast. Thank you, as always, to our patrons for your constant and loving support. We love you guys right back. Check us out on there as well. We got some merch coming for those guys. I'm I'm working on it. I swear to God, life is just crazy busy right now, but it's coming very soon. I'm really excited about it. So, yeah, uh, yeah join us on there. And that's it. That's all the things. Yeah. So we will have a full length episode for you guys next week. Don't forget to tune in. Or not full length, but you know what I mean, like full coverage. Just yeah, yeah. Story. One story. Yeah. One big one, story. One big fat thick story. Uh, so we'll be back next week, like Emily said. But as always. Thanks for joining us on The The Long Long Road Road Home. Home. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Later, Gator.